what do the kids say? I slid into the uh, into <laughs> the DM. 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 Boys are dumb, Carly. Yes. Because I'm chuggy. Two different kinds of nerds. Welcome back to the Meat Match and Make Friends podcast. Today we have two new guests on the show. So do you guys want to give yourself a little intro? Mm. Take it away. <laughs> I go first. Okay. I'm Brianna. Uh, a crowd fave already. say about myself? I work for a book company called Ten of Those. Mm. Okay. That's what I do for work. I live in San Diego. And this is my fiance, David. Yes, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> Newly engaged. It's only been I know. I can't days. wait to dig it all ten. up. I want all the details. Oh, the deets are here. The, also, the deets aren't even deep below the surface. We can just dig those also, right Also, we've yet to tell the story together. Yes. We've oh. only yes. told it separately. Good. So. Save some tea yes. for the podcast. First co-telling of the story will be live on the pod. You know what? True. Before we get into David's intro... I begged David to propose live on the pod, and he responded, you know who would hate that? And I said, Brianna, and he said yes. Literally raising my hand right now. I tried hard, though, (laughs) for the listeners. Sorry, Carly. I know. Could have been a really good idea, but I think the best next alternative is telling the The story story of the engagement for the first time together. Together, 1,000%. Yeah. But give your intro first. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) my name's... David Taylor. Whoa, plot twist. Plot twist. Didn't expect that. Also known as DTDude1992. At yahoo.com. No, at Hotmail, actually. (laughs) Even better. Yeah, at least it wasn't AOL, though. Now everyone can email you. Please do, actually. (laughs) That's totally cool because that that is my junk email that I just give out. Um, I will not be disclosing my... Personal information. Yeah. Um. Born and raised in Orange County, proud Ooh. of it. Um, we are, is it public knowledge uh, where we're recording from? No. Am I allowed to say? No, I let's keep it secret. Okay. Because of scheduling conflicts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Um, well, well. You work at a coffee shop. I work at a coffee shop. Um, yeah. With Carly. With Carly. Yeah. So that's how Carly and I know each other we for about seven back. years. Yeah. Way that... back. Old buds. Yeah. But we're recently friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Recently friends. There was a warm up yeah. uh, period. Totally. What else needs to be known for the that's intro? That's great, actually. That's very perfect. We can hop right in. Now that you've introduced yourselves, the audience feels comfortable with you. We're all friends hopefully. here. So hopefully, yeah. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Um, give us like a little backstory from each side. Where were you guys at in life when you met each other? Mm. Yeah. So maybe David, you should start this because you actually remember me and I don't remember. (laughs) Yes. So when we first met, uh, we were both first year seminary students. Oh. You were first year, right? Yeah. I started spring 17, but close. Yeah, so we were basically first-year seminary students at Talbot School of Theology in La Mirada. A little plug for Biola. Um, Yeah, so I was a super happy 
first semester or a second semester seminary student learning Hebrew, which How is many why. How years uh, ago was this? This was in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Which is why you were so happy, which is why is what you're going to say. Sorry, I totally interrupted. Oh, well, because I decided I wanted to go to seminary because I wanted to learn Hebrew. And meet a wife. Well, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do I share that part? <laughs> well, so when we first met, we were both seeing other people. Yeah. Oh, We were woof. taken. Yeah. We, so. we were both taken. The yeah. drama. Oh, I love it. The yeah. intrigue. So when you met, was it like as uh classmates yeah we were classmates she sat behind me oh and i don't remember him in this class oh even though i sat right behind him but you remember oh i remember like in hindsight i know that so i don't remember meeting david that's the thing i've always known like it's like i've always known him yeah you know he was always around we were in the same uh, master's program. We were studying the same thing, so we had a lot of mutual friends. So I remember him mostly from the library. We would study mm-hmm. together or adjacent to each other in the mm-hmm. library. Um, but he, when we started chatting more intentionally... So when you were chatting, were you dating other people? No, no, no. Okay. We were literally just classmates, and okay. we would sit silently together in the library okay. and study. Mm-hmm. So, like, we... I mean, I don't even remember when we had our first, like, real conversation not about school. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> Share them. Do tell. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So just to, um, to, to riff on what Brianna has said. Yeah. So we met in class. She doesn't remember meeting. Um, but we would run into each other in the library. Also at um, our seminaries. Like, Were so you really running into each other, David? Or were you like, oh, she's cute. I want no. Go so the thing is, the serious students in in our seminary always sat in the same place in the library because it was closest to the commentaries. Okay. So it was closest to the books we used all the time. And we literally Mm -hmm. like would not sit at the same table or anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. But he was always there with his um, TARDIS bag. Doctor Who plays a big factor Mm -hmm. in our relationship that had his knitting in it. So sometimes he'd just pull out his knitting. Very David Taylor. Wow. Who's this guy who just like knits in the, in the library. It's true. It's yeah, David during Taylor. your study break. <laughs> it's true. But I think our conversations um, were really nothing more than me going over to the table that she was at and saying, what are you researching? Okay. Before I would then jump into like, like whatever my paper was. You and, would do that with a lot of people. That's not like out of character. Oh, oh yeah. And especially in like the seminary community where we're all doing research papers. And it's just interesting to like, you know, you're doing all this reading on one subject. So you're like, oh, what's this person who totally. is also in the library all these hours doing? And yeah. Or later it's like, oh, you know, I'm writing this paper for this class we're both in. Which sources did yes. you use? Can mm. I take them from yes. your table because you have them and yes. I, and I, I would need like them. them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it, it was a really utilitarian friendship. And okay. uh, yeah. And when, we did it, when did it like move out of, maybe utility into like what's going on here? So, I mean, like I said, we didn't really talk about anything personal probably until I lived at the birdhouse, right? Was that the first conversation? Oh. Whoa, sorry. That was the ice machine. If you hear that in the yeah. background, moving on. Um, well, okay. So I just remembered something. So there was a, 
there was a time where I was I was telling someone um, that I was interested in doing some reading and researching and learning about uh, just communal Christian living. Um, and someone told me that Brianna was living at the house of a professor who had like a whole bunch of students who all lived there. And they said, oh, you should go talk to Brianna Smith about what it's like living at the birdhouse. A study. Um, so, so I think he messaged me on Facebook. I, oh. I might have, I might have just to David say Taylor like, <laughs> loves Facebook. A fun fact. Oh, because I'm chuggy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Really That's true. why we love you. Not on Instagram. Yeah. But on Facebook. Um, but that might've been one of the first like conversations that were a bit more personal, but we didn't even talk about that. I just said, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. And then we never did. Because, spoiler alert, there was a pandemic. Oh, yeah. And oh. we didn't have class together anymore. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. So, I mean, we, yeah, I like, I would say we were friends, but not in any significant way. It was literally just like, we go to school together. And then the pandemic happened, and he had been in this Hebrew reading group that met every week on campus with a mutual friend of ours, Katie, um, shout out to Katie. Shout out to Katie Evanson. Without you, we would not be here today. Oh, Katie. Um, yeah. So he had been in this Hebrew reading group on campus, and when they met on campus, I like never went because it was during a lunch hour, and I was always running around doing things. I I did I took on way too much when I was in school, uh, and. <laughs> So, but then the pandemic happened and they started meeting on Zoom and I started being able to make it. So, this is also fun fact about Brianna, the happiest Zoomer you've ever seen. <laughs> we, I watched her in a work Zoom meeting one time and I was like, David, she's so happy. <laughs> I'm not that way. I'm like cameras off, like DGAF. I'm like, get me off this Zoom call. You were just delightful to watch on a Zoom call. Wow. Thanks, yeah. Carly. So the funniest, award goes to the you. funniest part is most of my coworkers don't turn on their cameras during our Zoom so calls. It's just so you. it's like me and my one other coworker. Nice. Um, and everyone else will not have their cameras on, and we're just chilling with our cameras on, laughing at each other. Side note: there are fireworks going off now. <laughs> it's a In case celebration. you hear it, you know it's all part of the story. Okay, the fireworks are anticipation. Literally, the fireworks are happening. Yeah, we're building for this beautiful couple story. But if it keeps happening, just think of it as part of the episode because it does seem like it's going. Mm-hmm. Carly actually planned the fireworks. <laughs> I did. She's I'm like, like hey. look, guys. <laughs> okay, so so we're on Zoom. Yes, and we're. Reading Hebrew together on Zoom. Super nerdy. Once a week. Once a week. Best part of the week. Nerdy to some, but there are listeners out there that are like, that is steamy. It, it is so steamy. So <laughs> so we would be in the Zoom room and I, I would see Brianna in her little frame. And it she, was a curated frame. A, cura- <laughs> a curated truly, frame. Where truly she, curated. <laughs> She had a bookshelf behind her, a very cute bookshelf. And I noticed on the shelf a little TARDIS, a little TARDIS. And you said, from, that's my in. From Doctor Who. So I, I popped, or wait, what did the kids say? I slid into the, uh, into <laughs> the DM. The DM. DM. <laughs> the Zoom DM. And I, I wrote a little message and I said, is that a TARDIS? Publicly, everyone can see? No, no, no. It was, okay. it was private, just, just to her. 
Yeah. And I said, yeah, it is. And, and then I said, it's, it's my sister's. Um, but she I said, had, I had watched Doctor Who. Okay. So, I so knew, she was I tracking. Knew the deal. And I had bought it for my sister. It's actually a TARDIS Yahtzee game. Oh my gosh. No so way. Fun. Yeah. The, the ultimate mm-hmm. nerd game. But anyway. It started it. Though. Yeah. So we, we then started a practice of messaging each other directly during Hebrew reading. Mm-hmm. Not good for learning Hebrew. But no, not at all. Great for seeing David's face react when he saw my messages. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I was staring at his face. Dang. She just said that. Oh no. I and I was just thinking, like, oh my gosh. She's a nerd. Yeah. I, I love this. The uh, the double masters in Old and New Testament didn't give it away, mm. but the TARDIS. Yeah, David, yeah. come on. It's it's <laughs> come on. Two different kinds of nerds. There there is you know, Bible nerd, and then there's Whovian nerd. <laughs> Whovian. It's true. It is a, it's the subgenre yeah. of nerd culture. It's like a double stack right there. Yeah, it yeah. really was. So, but I, it needs to be said at, at this point with this little, you know, totally a little, a little Zoom thing going on, no romance. Okay. No romance. Just a couple of Bible nerds doing Hebrew who just Bible both, and out. both like Doctor Who. Right. Okay. Yeah. So when do you get to the first date? How does it work? Yeah. So I was living in San Diego um, once COVID started. I moved back home. And he was up here, obviously. And I started working as a birth doula. Okay. And And up here is where? Oh, Orange County. Up here is yeah. I don't know if the, I don't know if the listeners <laughs> know where San we're Diego. at. <laughs> One of our major conflicts, though, is that I call Orange County LA, and he oh. gets mad about it. Hard pass. But to me, being from San Diego, everything it, just kind of LA. north is LA. You mm-hmm. know, it's either San Diego or yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, Berkeley, LA. Yeah. It's all LA. Yeah. So um, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference. I know yeah. Orange County is the same. No, thing. You're very it's intelligent. Like so. Disneyland is Orange County. Good job. (laughs) She's got some things down. Anyway, so Orange County. David was still in Orange County. I was in San Diego. But I had good friends um, who were having a baby. They were friends of mine from undergrad at Biola. And um, they invited me to be their doula. And so I took – I came up for her birth. Then the baby was late. So I was up here for – much longer than like, I expected. It was like three it weeks. It was like three weeks. Oh, yeah, geez. But I lived up here waiting for this baby to be Because any second, yeah. Baby River. Um, and And so the first week Which I was here. Which is a great Doctor Who name. It is. Wow. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. I'm like so left out of the Who comments. R- River song, anyone? If you ever I'll get Google. really bored with Michael, you could I know. You could watch okay, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Judgment is flying through the air right now. One time I made a comment about, I think you guys said, what shows do you watch or something? Is that what happened? And Carly said. No, no, no. (laughs) I asked if you and Michael watch any television. And I said, we're not that bored with each other yet. Okay. And David and I go, oh. (laughs) Like, well, we watch TV together. Still, we can't make it through a show. Okay, we try, though. Let it be known that they have started watching TV together, though. Yeah, we've just never finished a show What does that mean? We really try. But we will get there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Doctor Who has been on for, like, 50 years. So there's a lot of content I know. And Michael's in on the the comments. Oh, great. Great. I'm just not. 
I didn't know that Michael watches Doctor Who. Well, maybe. I don't know if this is fake news. I thought he did. He probably He's has also it. like a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Michael's cool. Anyway. So are you, Carly. Thank you. Thank you. In my own non-nerd way. <laughs> so so she was waiting for Baby River. So I was waiting for the baby. And, and I messaged David. And I was like, hey, you work at a coffee shop in Orange County, right? Like, I'm up here for a while. Let me know when you're working next. And I'll come hang out. Because I was teaching at Viola at the time. So I had a bunch of grading to do. So when I was waiting for the baby, I would just come to a coffee shop and grade. And he's like, yeah, I work at Hidden House in Santa Ana. And I was like, wow. Shout out. Everyone mentions it. Every podcast. (laughs) At least someone. Yeah. And make you love happen, if you will. It's true. So he's like, oh, you know, I'm not working until like Wednesday, but why don't you come by on Tuesday? Because for those that don't know David, even when he's not working at Hidden House, he's at Hidden House. Working. Aren't we all? Aren't yeah, we all? Only the real ones. I live here, so. It, I mean, it, there. It's We're in not the there name. right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the name. It's a house that people hang out at. Hidden house. Hidden house. When you're here, you're home. David's trying to make that stick <laughs> forever he is. Anyway. So you so come and grade. Like, he was like, yeah, come hang out. So I came, and it was literally like, <clears throat> I'm just thinking old library day vibes, right? I was yes. like, cool. I wasn't trying to hang out with him. I just knew he worked at a coffee shop. You were like, like trying cool. to get a free cup of coffee. You know what I mean? I don't think I was even trying to get a free cup of coffee. It was more like, I am just here for three weeks. Okay. And no one's around. Yes. So like, just needed, there's a person. Needed social interaction. <laughs> 2020 was a different time. I mean, yeah. this was 2021, but still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the same yes. year. You know, yeah. the year that went on forever. Yeah. May. May 2021, I think. Yes. It was something like that. So anyway, we hung out, but we didn't get any work done. And we talked the whole time mm. I was here. And it was hours. Yeah. And we were sitting outside in the, the side yard. We had our computers open. You know, some work might have gotten done. But after a while, I said, hey, you want to go get a beer? No, we went and got lunch that first day, didn't we? I think I'm 99% sure that the beer day happened first. Okay. And then another day you got lunch is what I'm hearing yeah. here. So there were so, multiple yeah. days is what I'm getting he out of like, this. He was like, oh, you want to go grab a beer? And I was like, sure. Literally, again, I'm here, have nothing to do. Yes. Waiting on a baby. Um, I probably shouldn't have drank a beer now that I think about it because I was on call. But but she only <laughs> had one. And the baby was outed. It, it was a it was a light beer. It was a farmhouse ale. It was ale. a light beer. We ran into we'll one of my it for the one of my of old love. roommates, ex boyfriends. Oh, who David also knows. So connections. Wild. Have Carly them on the pod. Knows. And you know him, him too. I won't say his name. <laughs> okay, but after the pod, you will immediately say his name. I, I will, <laughs> for sure. Um, anyway, and David paid for my beer when we went and got beers. And platonic, I was like, a platonic friend. And I think he actually made that clear in the moment. Yeah. Because I might have made a joke about it being a date. And he's like, no, like, oh, you know. ballsy. Okay. So I asked her to get a beer. And in my head, I'm thinking super platonic. Haven't seen this friend in um, a couple years apart from digitally on Zoom. Totally. And, 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 and the thing about David, too, is. He does have close female friends, yeah. which I really value. So it's not out of character for him. And I knew it wasn't out of character for him, nor was it out of character for me to, like, go grab a drink 
with a friend. So in my head, I wasn't thinking, oh my gosh, this is a date. I was thinking like, oh, I'm really enjoying time with this person. Um, I don't know if I would mind if it was a date. But I wasn't thinking like this means there's interest. Mm. I didn't know that that was going through her head at the, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but He's I like, was, wish I would have wow. known. Oh I could have made moves. But that was also in my season of like getting really into casual dating. So I would go on a date with right. anyone who wasn't creepy. Okay. Which was one of the things we talked about um, while we were getting a beer, which which stood she out to me. She said, I'm dating anyone and everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but we talked about, like, our philosophy of, of dating. dating. Um, well, we talked we talked about how we both think that it is good and important for guys um, and girls to be friends with each other, to not make that, like, a weird taboo thing. But we also talked about how we both think that it is totally good for... Christian guys and girls to go on dates. Yeah, and it's that, wild. It doesn't have to be I, this like weird thing. Yes. It's just called, hey, let's go and get to know each other. Yes. With with the understanding that we're seeing if there could be something beyond. Yes. But if there's not, also no biggie. Fine. No yeah. biggie. No pressure. I do feel like there is a good amount of people that are like before you ask out on a date, you need to be sure they are the one. And that's just not it. No, 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 no. It's no. so stressful. And this is a t- totally side conversation that we could have for hours. Yeah. But I grew up in like very intense purity culture mm. where that was definitely yes. the thing. Yeah, like, that's the vibe in purity culture. And then four boyfriends later still don't have a husband. And I'm like, right. shoot, maybe that it's not working. <laughs> it's not working out for me. And caused a lot of pain. Yeah, emotional yeah. pain, like breakups were, I think, a lot harder than they had to be mm-hmm. because it was like not only did I, quote unquote, fail this relationship, but mm-hmm. I failed my whole philosophy mm-hmm. of relationships mm-hmm. in general. And so we really bonded over our trauma of past, like, trauma is probably too strong a word, but but we'd both had past relationships. I say trauma to or, everything. Or not okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both had past relationships that ended really in a really hard way Mm -hmm. and I think that's something we talked about even that day too of like oh that's why starting very casually is just really helpful because it's like oh we can just hang out and it doesn't have to be a huge deal we we did talk about the trauma (laughs) (laughs) right right away and I was way more open about um like past stuff like that um, than I would have been if I knew that we were going to start dating. And once we did start dating, I kind of regretted like opening up about that kind of stuff oh so God. much right at the no, beginning. No, 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 no. I love that. But here we are. Yeah. yeah. And and it did get rid of that kind of like, oh, when do you bring mm-hmm. up stuff? Because we had already brought it up. Yeah. yeah. Just as friends, which also removed the emotional pressure of those mm-hmm. conversations of talking about exes because we literally were just talking about it like we would talk about the atonement theory, yes. you know, <laughs> it was like yes. very theoretical and like, here's my experience. Here's my experience. How did that work out? Yeah. What do we think is a totally. good way forward? Um, and, I know that yeah. doesn't like that principle doesn't happen in every single relationship, but I feel that it is best. And the goal maybe would be that those things do come up naturally and it's not as much like I have to sit you down and tell you all this stuff because it can be a very natural, almost theoretical, theological even for some people conversation and it doesn't need to be 
maybe as like cold and like disciplined as some people can make it. I feel like the way that happened would be the ideal, that it was natural and flowy and you felt comfortable to tell, not like you had to because you're like you owe that person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I get what you're saying about the like, whoa, I overshared. But then while at the same time, I see that it actually probably really benefited you guys in the long run. Yeah, I think so, too. So then you leave. Yeah, so that was day one. Yeah, you leave that conversation. I'm like, oh, we got a beer. And then we leave. Well, well, and I, let let me just tag on to this. So I went into this just thinking like catch up with an old, not even a friend, an old acquaintance. Mm -hmm. And I was stunned. I was like, holy crap, this chick is really cool. And I Mm -hmm. thought like I was robbed of a couple years of really cool friendship that, you know, was just strictly academic. And I think we realized that day both of us had this picture of the other as like one of those scholars that was just very serious and academic. But that whole day we talked about how like our personal faith had been impacted by our studies. And I think that's something that he and I had never had that like application conversation before. It had been purely kind of academic, Um, which is funny because our programs really encourage us to learn the application. But so that really stood out to me that day that he was like actually a Christian. Totally. Yeah, it was like real for him. Totally. Yeah, and and that he told me that day the reason he wanted to go to seminary was so he could read his Bible devotionally in Hebrew, mm-hmm. which he does. Goal regularly. accomplished. Yeah, and yeah. like that was his goal and that's what he does still and I'm I really admired that cuz by that point I'd been out of seminary for over a year and had apart from our Hebrew reading group, not opened up the original languages, like, at all. And I was like, oh, shoot. You almost, like, challenged each other in that way. Mm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So so that was week one. And then I was like, well, you know, if the baby's born, it was nice to see you. But if the baby hasn't been born yet next week, like, I'll come back and hang out. And she did. And Spoiler. I did. So the next week I came back the same day and we hung out and co-worked again and went and got lunch. Mm-hmm. That was the lunch, lunch day. Comes in. And then, and then I think after that was when we started texting quite a bit. Yeah. I, yeah, it was. And then there's like a period of texting. You're kind of probably pitter-pattering, I would imagine. Well, she came in one more time. So the baby, okay, we went and got lunch that I week. mean, and by texting, we're texting all day, every day, pretty much. It was like one of those kind of like, oh, this is more significant than just this guy is, mm-hmm. you know. I was starting to get the feeling like, and to I those think of you interested. out there doing that, texting all day, and then being like, I was never interested. You're canceled. Get out. You and, are canceled by Carly. And I didn't know this at the time, but neither of us are texters. So it was even more significant, mm-hmm. but neither of us really knew that at the time because we didn't know each other. So you just wanted to talk, it seems yeah. like. And share ideas. And like, like I, I sent you that great podcast about babies' first breaths. I've told multiple people about that. It was a great podcast. I, I don't remember what it was, but I will, I, will, I will share it with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, but, but we were just like chatting about real things. We weren't like, mm-hmm. tell me your deepest, darkest mm-hmm. secrets. It was like, yeah, other than that first encounter where you did do all the tea. (laughs) Yeah. So then, okay, just to speed up a little bit. So you get to dating. Uh huh. Yeah. So he, so the baby is born 
on the way home from the baby's birth, I stop at Hidden House and I am nervous because I'm like, I think David's into me. I think I'm interested in him. But this is the last time I'm going to see him. I'm literally going back to San Diego and I have no idea when I'm going to be back in Orange County. So like if he doesn't make a move today, then like that's it. High stakes. And so, yeah. So I come in and I'm super nervous and he like gives me a free drink and he's working. And then we like don't talk. I like sit down for a little bit and then I just leave. I don't know what I, I don't remember what I was thinking or feeling, but I do remember what she was wearing. She was wearing her sleeveless orange turtleneck. He was into it. Why didn't he say something? You don't know. You don't remember. Boys are dumb, Carly. Yeah, it's true. That's not totally true. No, but some of them are just like not in the loop. (laughs) And it was like, I mean, he was literally working. Mm -hmm. It's not the best time to, you know, have a hard time. So I leave because I had been up all night and had a two-hour drive ahead of me. So I left and and we kind of like kept talking, but at this point I was like, oh, I can't keep doing this unless something happens yeah. because it's not good for me. Yeah. And then who asked who out? <laughs> well, I was dog sitting at a friend's house. Oh, as you do. Shout um, out, Sean. Yeah. Shout out, shout dog. Shout out <laughs> to Lucy the dog at the Bell House. Okay. And I... I was I was wrestling over whether I should ask this girl on a date. Um, she lives a little over an hour away from me. And you had done that before. I oh, had done a similar thing. I had done not just once but twice. So it's a little <laughs> risk, not just like. <laughs> it was like every David's s- type is an hour plus away from me. <laughs> every single girl I've dated has been almost an hour, if not at least an hour. And we were away like, I'm me. already worn out from the last three. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, "Do I do I want to do this again?" And I'm taller than him. That was the other factor. Yeah. So okay. So the two things: she lives an hour away from me, and she's taller than me. And I was thinking, are the are these big deals for me? And I asked a couple people what they thought of those two things, and everyone was like, "David, you're an idiot." Yeah, I said the same. They're like, "Ask that girl on a date." Yeah. So I I remember trying to be empathetic in my response to you, but being like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Because <laughs> you obviously the way you would lead in about her, like you obviously liked her. So then I was like, "Stop acting like this is an issue. Just get out there and marry her." <laughs> but to be frank, I mean, I hadn't I I had dated a guy the same height as me before, but never someone shorter than me. And that is the first comment people made about us when they heard about us most of the time. So it's like, it's not Wait, a big deal. that's kind of weird. It's not a big deal, but for some people, it really is a big deal. And I think it just brings forth a lot of other insecurities yeah. that people have. It's so, so it's interesting like a, for other people to comment on it. Yeah. So it's like a superficial thing that I think points to some deeper things of like views about men and women mm-hmm. and relationships and like Cause I don't authority even or whatever. feel like until you just said that I knew that was a fact. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like, you know, around the same height. Maybe we're, you were a little taller. Yeah. We're not that different, but. So it's just why I'm yeah. saying that is interesting. Cause you're not like a psycho difference. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't even know until you said mm-hmm. that. So that's. But shocking. also my dad was six, six and my mm-hmm. mom was like five, six, five, seven. She's. She's probably like five okay. seven. So to difference. me, that like a significant height difference was the norm. Yes. And mm-hmm. me and my sisters are taller than average for women. So yeah. 
so anyway, that was a factor on both of our ends, mm-hmm. which was interesting because we didn't talk about it for nope. quite a while afterwards. No, honest, honestly, I was probably pretty embarrassed to admit to you the first time that that was like I was going to say, my what was that conversation like? How do you even go about that? Because I feel like if I were a listener and I was like, oh my God, wait, I'm in that situation. I would yeah. be like, yo, how'd you do that? Well, what's funny is, so we were both on, I think it was Hinge, mm-hmm. but we would have never matched because our height preferences mm-hmm. were set. So that oh we would, my so like, goodness. But I never in thought about every that. other way, we would have matched exactly. except for our height. So it's, it's really funny that like in the online dating world, this would have never Yes. Because it's all based on like numbers and exactly. yeah, totally. Yeah. And honestly, at the, at the beginning of dating, I felt, I was like, this is kind of a deal for me. Not a big deal, but I'm like, it really forced me to sit down and think, am I just that superficial that like two inches matters that much to mm-hmm. me? Um yeah, but but it, we didn't probably even talk about it until after we were, like, officially boyfriend-girlfriend, I think. I don't even know oh, if we oh, talked about it. definitely not. Yeah. And then it was just a, hey, was this a factor? And then we talked about it, how, like, yeah, before before he even asked me out, it was something both of us had considered. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, no, this is, all these other things I value are present in this person, so. And, and see, brass tacks, this is what it comes down to. I have a family of just a bunch of short people. I got to bring some tall jeans into the family He somehow. did tell me that. It's he true. was like, he's like, you are an asset to our gene pool. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. I mean, I, I'm And just, he won't hurt my gene pool because we're all giants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have enough to spare. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so he asked me out, not over text, but voice text. It was Classic. a voice message. But, but <laughs> it would never have happened in person. Yeah. And a phone call is a lot when it's, we have like just a texting relationship. True. So I was in line at Salt and Straw oh in downtown God. San Diego and You're he like sent me a voice, voice text. text. Yeah. Which I think he had sent me a couple voice Okay. Not as this weird. is not, no, he's a voice texter. But this one was a twist. Yeah. And he asked me on a date and I was like, shoot, what do I do? And I was by myself in line of Salstra, so I had no one to... But my sister was in the car. There was no parking. Classic yeah. Salstra problem. And so I, like, get back in the car, and I'm like, you'll never guess what happened. David Taylor asked me out on a date. And she was like, what? <laughs> do, we, do we say that why that's so weird? Yeah, sure. So, so a year... Oh, in 2020, before the pandemic, my, <laughs> I don't know if she would... I don't think she'd care. She and I were talking at the, at the house we lived together. And I was like, is there anyone like at Biola you're interested in? Because she was doing a master's at Biola. And she's like, oh, that guy at the library who like knits. I would go no. on a date with him. So my sister had oh, said she MG. would go on a date with David. And I had never considered him as like yeah. a dateable person. Because I legitimately said to her, you out on I said phone. to her, I think he's in a relationship. Well, he was, like, right? I, I was. I don't know if you were in 12. Oh. Yeah, 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 you were. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, so I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't even think he's single, but I don't really know because again, I'm not. So that's why she's like, that's weird. So yeah, so it was weird, like because I was like, dang, like Megan, you'll never believe what happened. I mean, she she knew we were talking, and she was not at all like, I really want to date him. It was just like, but no, that's a wild fact to throw in the ring. She's great. We're like the the same. We've all made it out. On top, I hope. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. relationships oh, totally. are fine now. So yes. nothing was ever drama. But anyway, he asked me out over voice text and I said, yeah. I love it. And then she followed up by saying, 
but we can't go on a date for a month. Oh, geez. Another baby? Because she was a doula and was on call. All the time. All the time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I, and I was stuck in a San Diego radius because I had a certain like yeah. mileage. I wouldn't be away from my totally. clients. So I was, I had clients in San Diego at the time. So I was like, hey, I'm not free for another <laughs> month. So, so let's let's go on a date in a month. So that was Insane. June and we went on our first date July 9th in Insane. Carlsbad. Shout out Carlsbad. Shout out I Carlsbad. Okay, I do have to skip just for time because yes. we're only on the Please first skip. date and we're definitely oh almost 40 minutes in. Oh, wow. So we're going to have to skip almost all the dating, Couple which means we have Cathy's. to have an episode two okay. just upon dating. But we, we have a lot of thoughts. I know. We have to... I don't know what you just... A lot of thoughts. Oh, yes. I would. He whispered. I didn't know what was happening. Um, we have to do the proposal. So yeah. you date for how long and then you... We dated for a year. Then he broke up with me. Ouch. And then we were broken up with, for a few months. But they were writing letters. We broke up and didn't talk for about two months. And then before we began to test the waters again. The whole time I was rooting. That's all I want to be said. Yeah. You get back together. The best couples break up. Yeah, I know. We've all been there. We've. (laughs) You've heard my episode. I was there a few times, okay? Yeah. um, Yeah. Flashback to Carly and Michael's episode. It was a great one. I learned things. Yeah, there's a lot to learn. We need to do another. Um, So, anyway. And then we got back together. And basically, once we got back together and it was kind of official, it was like... We're not going to break up again. We yeah. tried that. That didn't work. Yeah. So, That's how it always happens. It was no fun. We didn't like it. It, it was not fun. And so he, we started talking more seriously about engagement. And for many reasons, that was a significant conversation. Our breakup was largely due to my anxiety. I dealt with a lot of anxiety about dating, dating him in particular, and like our relationship and the future and what I wanted. And those were all big, big questions in my head. Totally. So once we got back together... I just felt like a lot of peace about... Because even getting back together, you would have had to answer those questions. Totally. Yeah. They weren't like answered, settled. And in fact, when we got back together, I was like, I don't know if I want to date you again. (laughs) I literally said that the first time we hung out post-breakup. I was like, I don't know what I want, but I want to sit in the questions with you. Like I know I, I still have all the questions. I still have anxiety and fear. But I'd rather do it with you than without you. Yeah. And for me, that was significant. Of yeah, like, that's huge. Of like, oh, I, I don't know the answers. I'm not like, yes, I for sure want to marry him. But I didn't want to be anxious without him anymore. Totally. Okay, so then, David, walk us through your satellite proposal. Yeah, well, I actually legitimately don't know how we got to the point where we were talking so concretely about getting married. I feel like it just kind of happened. Um, I've always made fun of the kinds of couples that begin to plan their wedding before they're engaged. Haven't we all? And then you do it. Exactly. Somehow we became that couple. Somehow we had a guest (laughs) list before a ring. I know. I know, guys. No, no, No deposits were being put down or anything, but we were drafting a guest list and I thought, oh no. Yeah. We, we are, are that them. couple. Yes. I don't, this is good. So, I was severely insecure about being that couple, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there were three basic factors that drove me to think like, okay, I need to put a ring on her finger right now, which one 
the first one was realizing we're that couple now. Mm-hmm. The second was discovering that Brianna really does want an engagement season. Um, whereas I was You totally, thought you'd just get married the next day. I was Ring was on the finger, totally, then City Hall. Yeah, totally chill with a short engagement. Um, but Brianna wanted a, an engagement season. We were in therapy. Yeah. With my therapist. Yeah. First session with both of us, my therapist. And he goes, well, I'd really like a short engagement. And she goes, what is short to you? And he's like, like three weeks. No. And I was like, literally, I just three looked at him. Weeks. And I'm like... And shout out to my therapist. She At the end of the session, she goes, well, there's a lot of things that were said and things that weren't said. Because yeah. she saw my face and was like, we haven't told her Three we're engaged days. yet. We'll see her tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Um, but I was like, after the session, I was like, please don't tell me you're going to wait three weeks. Because we had already discussed kind of a timeline of when we would get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because. You had to. We're moving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Various yeah. factors. So, so that was the second thing that like was like, yeah. Push me to propose. This the third was that her mother was so gracious to let me propose with her wedding ring. I know. Um so she very sneakily got me the ring um without Brianna knowing. And for me I was I, literally in the room. She, oh, That's and I didn't know. This was real sleight of hand. So for me, once I had the ring in my possession, I thought I don't want the ring. I want to put it on her finger. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to do that as fast as I can. Yes. So. Was the next day or like a few days after? Um, two days after he got the ring. Yeah. yeah he proposed. Two days after I got the ring. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Do you, do you want to tell how it happened? <laughs> well, so we had a co-working date in Carlsbad because again, I was on call for a birth and stuck in San Diego. So we met at our halfway spot in Carlsbad which is where he asked me to be his girlfriend and where we had our first date. So we are having a co-working date at a coffee shop and I started getting a migraine. Mm-hmm. I got the floaties in my eyes and I was like, oh no, this is not, not good. Not day, Satan. So I was like, well, we should, I, I'm going to go take a nap in my car because I'm about to get a migraine. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had a feeling it was happening that day because he started, he was weird. You know, he yeah. was like, he was weird. I thought I was being really sneaky. But I was like, surely it will not happen today because we're working and now I have a headache. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, I have a surprise for you. Can I show it to you before like you take a nap? And I was like, how involved of a surprise is it? Because I'd really like to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I'm like the ultimate. (laughs) Okay. So so she she says like, I want to go lay down in my car. And I'm here. I'm thinking the surprise is that we, we were going to go get lunch after doing work. And I brought the elements for a picnic. So I thought she needs to lay down. You know what? Why don't we just go start the picnic now? You can lay down in the grass, put some sunglasses on, and hopefully the migraine will pass. And while you're sleeping, I'll just slip the ring on your finger. Don't even worry about <laughs> it. It's perfect. So we went, which was better. It was better laying down on the grass than in my car. And so the headache starts going away. He gets me a cup of coffee. He, like, starts pulling out the picnic things. And he pulls out all the same things he had at the picnic where he asked me to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Complete with She's, like, fishy. Piece of brie cheese with my face on it. Aww. My name is Brianna. Very cheesy, quite literally Yay. in every way. Yes, pun intended. <laughs> so, and he has a bottle of wine, and I'm like, oh, this is this, this is not is just it. a picnic. And um, but I was like, this is a lot because I have a headache, and also this is the place he asked me to be his girlfriend, and I said no. Ow. 
That's, so. that's, that's true. I wasn't, I wasn't going to say it. She so, said it though. So anyway, that's a whole nother story. But so he, um, he like pulls out all the stuff and he pulls out, you know, cheese and a knife. And I start opening a package of cheese and I slice my finger open and I'm no. bleeding everywhere. Blood. I, you can see no. the scar on my finger. It's not a scar. I don't think it's going to scar. But so let, let I, <laughs> I am, I am bleeding mm. and he's like, He's like, panicking. it's gonna happen. Not now. like panicking, but he's like, oh my gosh, this, this is not <laughs> this is not going how I I planned. It's so, even better. So he runs to my car and gets a first aid kit, gets band aid, takes care of me. It, and, and let me instead just instead of the band aid, you should have opened the first aid kit while she's bleeding. Leave her bleeding. Say ring right. first, band aid letter. <laughs> <laughs> Propose well, with yeah. the first aid kit. So so I, I run and grab the thing and just pause on that real quick. At the at the time, I had been suffering from like pretty severe neck and back pain for oh, for, for about yes. a week. This was the yes, same week. So, right. so I had like gone to the chiropractor. I was an invalid, so not you're both a, like unwell. bedridden for a while. You're we both unwell. So when we bandaged up her finger, like I, I'm thinking we're pathetic. <laughs> and I'm bleeding. I've headache. He's got a hurt neck. Hurt neck, um, and at. At some point, it almost becomes comical. Yeah. So, so we took a photo together with her finger. We took a photo with my bleeding finger, bandaged up, and then um, we eat some more and we're like chatting. And I leave to go to the bathroom. And then when I come back, he goes, Before you sit down, and pulls out a poem he had written for me, which he has done fairly often in our relationship, writes me little poems. And he read me this poem. And at the end, he asked, I don't remember the last two lines. Do you remember them? Neither do I. But it was very sweet. We'll keep that to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And he, so he read me the poem and then he got down on one knee and he gave me a box and I said, should I open it? And he's like, yeah. And I open it and it's empty. And he had the ring in his hands. Oh and my gosh, a troll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're yeah. like, there has to be some surprise. And he asked me to marry him, knelt down. And um, I said, yes. And he put the ring on my finger. Aww. And it was very sweet. And he kissed me. And then, like, two minutes later, I was like, holy. It's real. Guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a different word. Yeah. But this is a podcast. Yes. And, and yeah. And then I was, like, just panicked. Not, like, full-blown panic attack by any means. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it, is like this nervous? real? Yeah. Or and, good panic. And, like, that, that just old anxiety of, <laughs> oh, like, yes. you know. Okay. Is, is this Are we doing what the right I really thing? want? Yes. Yeah. Is this is this what's best? And so I think I freaked him out a little bit because I started crying. It's true. But then this sweet woman came by while I was crying and having a little bit of a freak out moment. And she's like, hey, congratulations. I was just walking by and I took a picture Aww. of your proposal. Like, can I send it to you? And that to me was kind of a turning point of, and my mom said this later too, and I was telling her the story of just like, it was so clear that God was just present in that yeah. moment, right? Like the stranger was just a little, yes. a little inkling of like, hey, like the Lord saw us and knows yeah. us. And like I had told David I didn't want anyone at the proposal. So that a stranger took a picture was like really sweet yeah. and meaningful. So we recovered. Mm. I got excited. I love we it. We got our first cup of coffee as an engaged couple. Mm-hmm. And then we um, parted ways because we both had church obligations that night. Okay, you're <laughs> Well, That's and, and so not cute. only that, but we live an hour yeah. plus totally. away from each other. Totally. Hence this being the first time we've told the story together. Yeah. 
First time on the pod. First time on the you, pod. You heard it Saved first it for here. Me. I love it. Well, you guys, we barely scratched the surface on literally anything. The proposal was great. Your dating story should have been drawn out the way we did it. It was perfect. But I do have to wrap with one last question for you guys, okay? Are you ready? Ready. Ready. Okay, what is one thing that you love about the person sitting next to you? I will go first. I love the way that Brianna can hold space with people. She knows how to be present with people in so many different kinds of settings, like joyful settings or like emotionally distraught settings. Uh, She's, yeah, it's really cool to kind of see her in those moments be with people. And he's never even seen me at a birth. I was going to say, that's why she's the perfect doula. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Never, never seen her at a birth, but, but yeah, I've I've seen her rejoice with people and have seen her um, talk with hurting people. Yeah. And I mean, similarly, I think one thing I love about David is he just like loves people so well. And when I started dating David, it was very significant to me that all the close people in his life basically came out to me and were like, you are dating the best guy I know. Mm. And that was his family. That was his friends, um, our mutual friends. Like, yeah, it was very just reassuring that the things I was seeing in him when we first started talking were things that were being affirmed to me like all over by people. Totally. But he, I just feel so safe with him. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing, like when we got back together, the, I don't have all the answers, but I want to sit in the questions with you. I knew he was a really safe person to do that with. Mm-hmm. Even if things didn't work out. Um, I, I remember this one I don't know if it was a podcast or article I read about kids describing what love is. Mm -hmm. And one of the little kids, it was like an elementary schooler, I think, said, love is when your name is safe in someone's mouth. Oh. And. Profound. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I, and that's something early on when we started dating, he talked about his exes with such care and compassion and respect. And I was like, this is a man that is truly like a faithful man that even people who you know he's not dating anymore he could just trash him you know yeah like totally who hasn't been there right we've we've all spoken poorly about exes (laughs) I'm sure um but yeah it was just really and he has proven that time and time again Mm -hmm. that he's a safe person and that I am safe with him and that my name is safe in his mouth and now I get to take his name (laughs) your name as in both of your names she's the best My initials will be best when we get married. Brianna Elaine Smith Taylor. Yeah, that's how he proposed. Best. Okay, yeah. So spoiler, that was the last line of the. (laughs) Oh, we remember now. Okay. That I wrote her. Yeah, I love it. Oh well, you guys are the best. Sorry, we like didn't even round two soon. We'll put it on the calendar. (laughs) Great. Because there's so much more. You guys are just filled with wisdom. We hit so many good things. I'm so thankful for you guys. You can either stay tuned for part two of our podcast or Dave and I always joke that we'll write a book about dating someday. So I can't wait. <laughs> it's true. Brianna is a twice published author after all. So writing a book is nothing for you guys. All right. We'll see you on the book, guys. <laughs> <laughs>